Hey guys, I'm back reading some more chapters of my story. I'm kind of doing this all at once because I'm not free a lot all day. So I'm doing a lot of this kind of on the exact same day. I'm just kind of starting and then starting again. So yeah, chapter seven, the next corner. Kira finally came back into camp carrying a loaded basket of berries and took one look at Molly. Molly, are you okay? You're as white as a ghost. Just Kira mentioning ghosts made Molly want the ground to swallow her up whole. I, uh, I, maybe I, uh, put a bit too much powder on. <laughs> Just then Kira said, Hey, Lola, want to go look for some cool animals? Sure, I'll take my phone for photos, agreed Lola. Great, Tamara, can I borrow your jacket? It's really cold out. Here, said Tamara, handing her the jacket. So Kira set off to, to the heart of the forest, with her long blonde curls blowing in the wind, followed by Lola. Guys, I'm going to I'm going to have a nap. I really don't want to get killed, said Tamara. Okay, you go do that. Um, I'll stay here with Mol, replied Jessie. Soon after, Jessie got a text from Lola. Jessie, help. Kira's wandered off into the forest somewhere, and I have no clue where she's gone. Call me when you get this, please. Jessie called her. Are you, Layla, are you okay? I'm really scared because ah, I'm getting stabbed. Layla, are you good? Molly and Jessie could only see the sky on the screen. Kira came running back into camp a few minutes later. Did Layla tell you I wasn't there? Yeah, she told us you wandered off, replied Jessie. I was there the whole time, though. At that moment, Tamara came out of her section and into the scene. Where's Layla? asked Tamara. Um, well, she kind of... I don't know what happened. Why is there blood on my jacket? Well, Layla, she kind of collapsed on the ground. Blood started spreading all around her. I'm not sure, but I think she may be dead. How come Layla told us she, she was getting stabbed? questioned Molly suspiciously. I have no idea. I, I heard her, but I was busy looking at Fox. When I looked back, she just collapsed. I saw a silhouette of a man running away, so I think it could have been him. At lunch, the four girls discussed what ha what could have happened to Layla. Really? My favourite jacket? Ruined? Everyone looked doubtfully at Tamara. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Chapter 8. The Awakening. When it was night, the remaining girls went to bed. Molly was so terrified of getting killed that she decided to try and stay awake all night to see if anyone snuck into the tent to kill. At around 11pm, Jessie, Tamara and Kira were asleep. She knew she had to investigate but realised it was best to stay in her sleeping bag. After a few minutes, she noticed that Kira's section lit up. She must have been awake. There were only three reasons that this could have happened. Kira had the same plan as Molly. Kira was sleepwalking or Kira was just staying up late like she usually does. Kira got out of her sleeping bag and zipped her door open. Molly opened hers quietly to take a closer look. Kira, whispered Molly. Kira, stopped moving. Jessie, is that you? Whispered Kira back. No, it's me, Molly. Okay, what are you doing up so late? I, I can't sleep. Oh, I'm going to bed now. Bye. So Molly went to bed. She decided to staying awake. She decided that staying awake was too much of a hassle, and it was best to just go back to sleep. Molly fell asleep after a few seconds. Soon, Molly heard footsteps. Something was leaning over her. When she opened her eyes, she saw a silhouette. She screamed. She turned on her nightlight and found Kira looming over her.
he screamed once again. Shh, Molly, be quiet. You'll not wake the others up. They heard the others say, What on God's earth is happening? asked Tamara. Ask Kira because I have no clue, replied Molly. I, um, stuttered Kira going red. I get it. You were scared, so I wanted to talk to me, right? Yes, of course, exclaimed Kira, perhaps a bit too keenly. Molly saw Kira mutter something under her breath, but had no idea what she said. The girls decided to just go back to bed and investigate in the morning instead. In chapter 9, everyone's supplies disappear. In the morning, Molly felt like she was sleeping on something strange and tingly. When she opened her eyes, expecting to be staring at the grey roof of a tent, she was actually staring at the towering trees of the forest. When she reached out to get her watch, it wasn't even there. In fact, nothing seemed to be there. When she got up, she realised that she wasn't even in her sleeping bag, but on the grass. Everyone started waking up one at a time and questioning where all their stuff was. Guys, I don't know where our things have gone, exclaimed Jessie. I know, even our sleeping bags and tent, gone, added Molly. All our food supplies and clothes are gone. How on earth are we meant to survive on forest berries? Cried Tamara. They all decided to split up into pairs, Jessie and Kira, Molly and Tamara and go and find enough berries to last them for the rest of the week. A bit later, Molly got a text from Kira. Help! Come to the middle of the forest. Jessie got taken out, she read aloud. So the two girls ran to the middle of the forest, greeted by a hor horrified-looking Kira. Look, cried Kira. Molly and Tamara looked behind them and saw a huge tree lying on the floor with a hand wearing a bobble sticking out from underneath. Let's team up to lift it, suggested Molly. Everyone agreed and lifted up the tree. Jessie was lying there. She looked a bit stiff. Molly decided to call an ambulance. They rushed Jessie to hospital. Molly had originally packed first aid kit, but it had disappeared with everything else. Okay, guys, that's it. The chapters are getting a bit longer. So, yeah. Bye. Love you.